Agreed. Well, someone who hit a hole-in-one yesterday when yes. it comes to reporting on sport was Tom Morris, our very own, who uh, broke the news about uh, Brody Grundy saying, see you later, Port Adelaide Football Club. I want to go have a look at the Harbour Bridge and maybe Luna <laughs> Park. Um, good morning to you, Tom. Thanks for joining us. A-, a few of us were a bit surprised yesterday because we were preparing to offload a few players to get Brody Grundy. Uh, yeah, morning, Jared. Morning, Bix. Uh, I think this was a... Um a pretty mutual decision in the end. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Port Adelaide, if Brody Grundy had said, yep, I want to come, Port would have said, yep, we'll, we'll take you. But in the end, uh, I'm not sure it was a perfect match. Um, they both explored it. Um, the reasons behind it are that Brody Grundy was really adamant in, in the meeting with Port Adelaide a couple of weeks ago that uh, he, he wanted to talk about work-life balance. He wanted to talk about lifestyle, eh, um, opportunities outside football, which is completely understandable. That's a sort of person that he is um, and Port um, to their credit they know what they are and they're a, they're a football club first and foremost and they sort of sold the football dream um, and they're, they're not there to, to sell Adelaide the city or South Australia as a as a, uh, no, it's a tourism capital of the country or anything like that so they um, it just didn't quite align um, whereas the Sydney Swans for Brody Grundy does in the same way I guess that Buddy Franklin wanted to move to um, the Harbour City, not just for football, but also for outside opportunities. So uh, Port are officially out of that Grundy race, and it meant that they have now diverted their attention to who they believe is the next best ruck available, which is Jordan Sweet, who's played 11 games of the Dogs. He's in the VFL team of the year this year. He's been stuck behind Tim English. And uh, yesterday afternoon, about four hours after that news, he requested a trade to Port. So you can see that the merry-go-round is just starting to turn. Mm, yeah, well, clear, clearly the uh, we, we knew the batting order then, didn't we? It was Brody Grundy uh, opening up, and then yeah. when that didn't happen, uh, then it went to Jordan Sweet, which seemed to be, uh, that happened pretty quickly. But the, the Grundy one is a great example of, you know, people sometimes think, oh, why should players be talking to clubs before the season's even ended? Like It, it is a... Uh, a sounding out, and there is a bit of a process that you go through to, to decide who you want to go to. So it's not something you can just do with the with the click of the finger. So an example of, like you said, not the perfect fit for Port or for Brody Grundy. So they they move on and find someone else who is that sort of more to the their liking. So um, yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And the the, the ruck merry go round. What does this mean? You know, Jordan Sweet. The, there was talk about Grundy, but what does this mean for a couple of the ruckmen that are at Port Adelaide at the moment? Scott Lysette, Sam Hayes. What? Are, where does their future lie? Uh, Scott Lysette's a really interesting one. I mean, he's a premiership ruckman, um, mm. and he's keen to play on. Uh, I still think there's going to be a deal for him at Port, but I mean, how's he feeling today, knowing that someone? <laughs> I mean, a few days out from a semi-final, knowing that. Um, there's another ruckman from another club who's played 11 matches, who's a few years younger, that's um, likely going to be number one ruck at Port next year. So I wouldn't be surprised if Lysette and, uh, and his manager start speaking to other clubs more aggressively now. I mean, this is what happens every year, every couple of years with the rucks. There's about six or seven clubs that look for a new one. Mm. It's a bit like wicket keepers in county cricket or goalkeepers in the <laughs> Premier League. It just, yeah. they, they just rotate. There's only, there's only really spot, a spot for one of them in the team. And even if you have two guns, or two very good ones like Gorn and Grundy, there's still only a spot for one. So it's a um, it's a it's a really specialist position. Jordan Sweet uh, probably makes Port's life easier, if anything, because he's not going to cost as much via a trade. Trying to get Grundy, Radigalia, and Zerk Thatcher in was going to, I mean, it was going to be an absolute nightmare for Port. Uh, I don't know how they were going to do it, given they don't have a pick above number 37 in the draft at the moment, um, and that's tied to Collingwood. 
So uh, they'd have to use future picks, maybe trade out some players. Um, I mean, clearly they would have loved Grundy, but Jordan Sweet, um, you speak to people at the Dogs, they tell you he's actually a very, very good ruckman. He should be a number one ruck somewhere. It's just he's been stuck behind mm. him English. Uh, what about Dylan Stevens? Because his name has been thrown around um, over the past couple of years. He's a South Australian originating from Norwood and now um, part of the, the Sydney Swans. Is he on the move from your understanding, Tom? Well, he had his exit meeting yesterday at the Sydney Swans uh, and no trade was requested there. He's still weighing up his options. There's been a contract offer at the Swans for some time. Um, the attraction of Dylan Stevens is that he was picked five in 2019. So pretty rare do you see a player uh, of that sort of status then out of contract only four years later and potentially on the move. And, of course, he, he is uh, South Australian, even though he was born in Mildura. He was drafted out of, out of South Australia. Um, and I can tell you this morning, the Crows are not keen on Dylan Stevens, So he won't be going to Adelaide. Um, I'm not sure about Port Adelaide, but I, I think the most, most likely destination for him if he does request a trade, is North Melbourne. So I'm not sure there's a massive go-home factor for him. It's more about where he can get senior football and guaranteed games. He's played 43 at the Swans, so he has played some football, but for whatever reason, it hasn't quite worked out. But no, he won't be going to the Crows. Um, and I can't imagine Port having to draft capital to get him, given what, what else they're trying to do. <laughs> Hey, Tom, uh, great information. Uh, we're hotting up and heading towards the finals. Your finals are just starting as well as we move into the trade period. Uh, yeah. You're uh, a superstar at that, so uh, we look forward to talking to you in the coming weeks. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.